A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, I am Kay Curd. Hi, I'm Marcus Bronzy. And this is Ain't Got A Clue. The show where we find out the answer to quiz questions. Yes, it's as simple as this. One of us asks the other a quiz question and then together we have a conversation to guarantee that we all remember the answer in a very funny way. That is correct. What is this week's question, Kay? Right, so uh, in which country is it illegal for you to be drunk and in charge of a cow? I ain't got a clue. Well... Scotland. Scotland. Get the bagpipes. Cue the bagpipes. Hit those bagpipes. I just want to hear. Actually, actually, so we see if we can get like a, a mad drill remix of, of, of bagpipes. Please in do here. not do that, right? Please. Because every UK eye somehow now is just like um, sampling some rubbish. Not rubbish songs, actually. Great songs, but it's just so obvious and they're just ruining it. So I don't want them to ruin bagpipe. What an interesting... Like, at what time in your life you're like, eh, I'm going to learn to play the bagpipes. I don't know what accent that was, but like, what, like of all instruments to pick up... That sounded quite, like, very Northern Irish. Scot- sorry, Scottish. Let <laughs> no, me get it. Scottish. There it we go. sounds a lot more Northern Irish. Do, do you know how to say... That enjoy <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, that Jay, enjoy the podcast. Jay, enjoy the podcast. I was podcast. pretending to be Northern Irish when I wanted to be Scottish. But anyway. what an interesting, like, I was going to say implement, but like implement of war. What an interesting, like, um, musical instrument to pick up. Think about it. You've got the choice of all instruments out there and you decide to pick up the bagpipes. I, I mean, I think that's, I, I want to know, I want to know how it was um, invented because it just looks like it was probably taken from like some cow's organs or something. And then they just like put, stuck a flute in it. I feel like everything that was made before we had like fast fashion was made 100%. out of an animal's organs or skin in it. Like, that was what everything was. Oh, shit, there was a time when that's what everything was made out of, either 100%. grass or a piece of like or your food, animal or your food. Yeah, literally, you either ate it or wore it. And and here's a, here's a, here's a thing: they were probably more sustainable back then than they are now. Of course, like if they killed an animal, they were like, you know what, we're going to use every part of this for something. Of course, and whereas now we're like, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like um, if there is a part of the world, K, where they're going to tell you to not drink whilst in charge of a cow, well, it's going it. to be somewhere that is, is known for a good old bit of whiskey, a good old dr- a drama whisk. There's lots of stereotypes about Scots and their love for a bit of alcohol. It makes some um, of the best in the world, mate. I'd be pissed. Uh, well, have you ever been to Scotland? Have I, I been to the? It? I have been to the borders of Scotland, right? I've been over. But I've not gone. I want to go to Space Side. That's which where they make the whiskey. Which border are you talking about? What? So I went over just over where Carlisle touches Gretna Green. Carlisle. 
Carlisle. Where in, in Carlisle they have a new <laughs> My accent's horrible, so isn't it? Irish. Carlisle. <laughs> I can't do it. You sound so Northern Irish. The Scottish contingency is ripping off their headphones. You just and sound like them a on Celtic the floor. fan. Oh, well. um, um but yeah, I was staying in Carlisle where funny enough they have a Newcastle accent there. And then you literally go over the border and you start finding Scottish people. Yeah, like Why that. I? Carlisle? Um Carlisle. Fucking No. We're gonna get more like. Yeah. Um Glasgow, Edinburgh. Oh, I've been to the, uh, which is where the comedians do their stuff. Edinburgh. Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, I went to, <laughs> went to that one. Yeah. I went to there. There were other actors there. It, it, it's not just comedians there, right? It's the largest arts festival in the world, the Edinburgh Fringe. My friend was an actor and I went to the Fringe to go and see his show, where it was like a show about bare knuckle fighters. And then to get the audience in, because it's like every you go out and you pitch your show, don't you, randomly to people that are around and about. Well, yeah, you're flyering your and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So th- instead of flyering, they had a fake fight. They were fight. going, Hello! <laughs> Unhandle me, you swine! Ah, let's see if you can handle these fisticuffs. <laughs> It was like if that. you want to see more of this, check us out at the Royal Mile every day at 2 p.m. Yeah, I think it was like a clever idea. I think it was meant to be like people thought a fight was happening and then they were like, oh, actually, come to our show. Yeah, yeah. What, what was your well, flyering technique out there? Yo, bruv, you want to come to a room? Um, well, I just play paid flyers when I did my... Sick. Uh, did that's it what most people do. Yeah, you okay. pay flyers. Uh, I had a promotion team in charge of it that you paid and then they... Um, they they handle all of that. Nice. Um, so anyway, back to the question at Sorry. hand. Sorry, we've we've digressed. Currently, it is Scotland where this is illegal now. Under the Licensing Act of 1872, so a long, long time ago, it is an offence to be drunk in charge of a carriage, horse, cow, or steam engine, or whilst in possession of a loaded firearm. All of these things. Yeah, and if found guilty of this offence, perpetrators could find themselves jailed for up to 51 weeks or fined £200. Now, 51 weeks is a mad length of time, bruv. 51 weeks is one week short of a year. I reckon they just just let you out for Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean? Just be like, do you know what, bruv? Fuck it. Christmas. Go and see your family. So whenever you've been nicked, they're just like, do you know what? Take Christmas. And you're in for a year out for Go that. and see your family. I can't be bothered to have you locked up here for another fucking second, you fucking lilywagger. Don't know what that means, but yeah. I've, I've told you in it once when I was in um, Edinburgh, some guy, one of those charity chuggers was just like, you're right there, Shagar. You're right there, Shagar? Yeah, Shagar. What, does that, is that a positive? Yeah, I, I was like, who the fuck are you talking to, bro? <laughs> bro, man's from London, you know. You call me a shagger. Who the fuck are you talking to, I thought you were just calling me a fucker. But oh, anyway. Right. Yeah, who the fuck are you talking to, pal? No shagger's a positive thing. Um, anyway, I don't know why this is a law, but I can guess uh, when I see what it's a part of. Like, for example, steam engine and firearm mm. and a carriage. and a ho- Now it all makes sense. But yes. when you put it in isolation... Of course you're going to be like, this is a fucking silly law, but it makes sense when you put it next to all of those things. It makes me think like in charge of a cow, because riding a horse is riding a horse and carriage, riding mm-hmm. a train, holding a gun in charge of a cow. What constitutes me being in charge of a cow? Is it standing close to it? Is it? If I just a little go, thing around Marcus, yeah. you're in charge of that cow. Fucked. So, there you go. so I'm drunk, just standing there. But do you know what I will say though? Yeah. yeah. I, they haven't said cows Ah, so it's a so single cow. So I think, yeah, it's just safeguarding you because if you're drunk, one cow could probably beat you up and take you on, innit? Well, I mean, they, they all could, innit? But like... Imagine what kind of moves a cow would pull out. A cow what, would just what? be like, 
I can fucking I can take this guy I can bounce and then I'm free free as a river do, do you know what you could work your way around the cow right and just be giving it like stiff uppercut uppercut right hook left hook jab 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 I mean, and the cow's just going like this you're just making me more tender and tasty <laughs> oh yeah I, I mean I don't know but um, what I will an, say imagine is imagine getting an uppercut you're from not going to be you're not going to be in charge of lots of cows when you're drunk are you yeah. like Probably. if you can't take care of one cow yeah you're not going to be able to take care of bear cows I th- I would think so. If if I sh- if I couldn't drive one steam train while drunk, driving two at the same time would be a very big issue. By the way, I'm really upset that you ignored my other cut joke there. Like that would be quite I, a good you know move what? from a cow. Um, I just I just sort of felt we're better than that as a as a society. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Let's move around. Just thought, you know, like I thought, I thought, okay, I thought Marcus has come out with a lot of funny shit during the duration of this time we've been doing this podcast, and that was one of his low moments. And I think I want to highlight it. Enough. But um, he has now drawn attention to it, so we're just going around. We're going to move on then. Don't let me sit in, it, please. Let's, <laughs> let's um, anyway. Let's move on. Um, it is bit a bit mad, but I found some other Scottish laws that are a bit mad. So, um. Did you ever, did you ever, you know, when we had those paper banknotes, mm-hmm. did you ever see any with writing on them? Like a little scribble on them. Scribble, maybe little, somebody, something, anything in I pen. Like phone numbers and stuff written yeah, on them. Bruv. Yeah, bruv. Well, drawing on banknotes is illegal. According to the 1928 Banknotes app, act, sorry, not app. Um, you millennials. Yeah. Apps everywhere. Why isn't there an app for this law? It's illegal to, uh, to write print, to write print or stamp on a banknote. I don't think they mean stamping on it with your foot. Oh, I was going like to say, you're in front of the police and the police are like, <laughs> can, look, can, I'm stamping on a fiver. No, put your hands, put your hands in the air. Put your, put, keep one of your feet up. Don't you, don't lift that foot up. Don't lift that foot up. Officer, officer, no, what, don't, what's going on here is, don't you do it. actually misinterpreted the law. <laughs> no, don't you do it. No, don't no, you no, do no. It. officer, 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 officer. They mean stamp as in like an actual stamp. So if, your, on it. if your foot hits that note, you are going to do 51, and m- 51 <laughs> weeks. 51, 51 weeks. weeks. I think it's less prevalent now, though, to writing on it because we've all got them weird little plasticky notes, innit? But like, it's like Australian money used to be like that first. So it's like bank notes I remember going to Canada and I was yeah. like, wow, this money feels fake. It feels monopoly like Monopoly money, money innit? Yeah. And then now I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually a much better idea. I want to know how strong they are, like, because I feel like a fiver could go through the wash. I feel like I feel like this money can go through the wash now. But and I, I remember I used to find notes that had tears in them, like they were torn, and then people were like, "Yep, if they get torn all the way, you have to take them to the bank to exchange them for a popular yeah, note." Yeah, they're that. they're weird. These are called they're called polymer notes. Polymer notes. Polymer. Polymer. Yes. And by the way, if you've got any old uh, fifty pound or twenty pound notes, the paper ones. Mm-hmm. They are still valid up until September 2022. Okay, I need to get those sorted. I've got a couple, got a couple knocking around. But yeah. 50 pound notes are the worst note ever. Big man like you, yeah. No <laughs> 50s in your bank account on that, yeah? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah they're, the, they're the worst note to have. They're a the pointless note. Big you, cash in hand worker, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you, try, you, try, you try and pay for stuff. People are like, yeah, sorry, don't take those. So what? Just no. We used to, um, when I worked in retail, I'd, see a, I'd, I'd handle a lot of cash and... Um, there was no the, the only thing was with 50s we had to get them double checked and triple checked yeah, like yeah. you'd get a little pen and you'd go around it uh, trying to see if it was fake or not but anyway I miss paper notes but now we can't do it anyway there's another law apparently it's illegal to sing on a train without the train operator giving you permission it's illegal to sing 
On a train? Yeah, so you can't sing and chant. Like, so imagine you're a group of football lads going on there like, we fucking won the game. That's not a chant, but do you know I what I mean? Like, Make like, it a chant. Glory, glory, my fucking team. And then the police um, come on. Freeze! Yeah, but, well, they'll be like... Get your hands in your pockets. <laughs> That's the best question I've done. Come on. That Put your it. hands in your pockets and stop singing. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> that was the best Scottish accent you've done today. Fifty-one weeks. Ah, oh, that's gone now. There yeah. You go. um, but yeah, apparently, it, if um, if you're singing to your heart's content yeah. without the train operator um, uh, giving you permission, it's technically illegal. So it is terrible news for football fans or people that like singing ten green bottles. That's it, you're nicked. Hanging on the wall. You're nicked, you're nicked. Well, if you're, especially if you're doing it in a quiet Do you know carriage. what? I'm really upset. I felt like Scotland was a fun place and I feel like as you paint this story of Scotland, I feel like it's a very regimented society where fun is being cancelled. I can't sing on a train. I can't even hold a gun. Imagine what's going to happen when they go independent, mate. Flipping it. <sighs> Flipping, I'll be tough. Under Scots law, though, uh, if a stranger asks to use your toilet, you are legally obliged to let them. Now... This this is reminiscent of carnival to me. <laughs> Could you imagine yeah, like, you know, carnivals yeah, in Scotland? Nottingham Hall Carnival. Everybody be like, hey, line to fucking open your door. I need to fucking use your toilet. It's the law. I'm fucking allowed. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Anyway, it comes from an extension of old Scottish common law requiring hospitality to be shown to all guests. And while it's never been formally authorised by Parliament, it is enforceable. But yeah, like in Notting Hill Carnival, people just rent out their toilets, don't they? For a pound. A five. No, not a pound. If If you charge a pound... Uh, by the end of the day the place is going to need to be burnt down but my mate owns a shop and he cl- shuts down the shop barbershop shuts down a barbershop charges a fiver to go to the toilet and the clientele he gets for a fiver for a pee or a poo or whatever you get they get 15 minutes yeah he goes abs- makes a killing 
gets a killing. For a fiver? Yeah, for a fiver. To be fair. If you need it, though. Oh, my God, though. The amount of people that just piss on the roads and stuff. It's st- like the cleanup, because obviously we, I, I grew up in the area. The cleanup operation after Notting Hill Carnival, they literally have to spray and clean down the roads and get rid of all the rubbish because it stinks of piss. Afterwards. Yeah, no, because it, it, I've, I've been, and then the amount of people that you just see, like one person will find a wall and then a bunch of other people just join him. People will just piss anywhere. Like yeah. men especially will just piss anywhere yeah that's what i'm saying so yeah, one, yeah. they see one guy find a like nook or yeah. cranny and they're like yeah let's join in yeah it's festival toileting in an urban environment is, it is not because at least in a field you know that the piss is going to get soaked in or it, someone will just throw it put it in a cup and throw it at the fucking <laughs> throw it in the air that's yeah. what happened. that's yeah. a real festival thing yeah, as well yeah. but yeah like something about people just pissing onto the concrete for two days straight gives you a flavor that is something different but they shampoo it down with some funky stuff that makes it smell it smells like bubble gum for a little while and then it just smells like nothing it's very interesting I'm I don't know if I'll ever go carnival again really why is that I just think like those big crowds and stuff like I think I'm done done with big crowds is it the pushing and pulling trying to get through big no squeeze? but just you're just talking about like you know the toilet situation and yeah especially when the weather's not nice and you're like oh god do you know what? I've always had a safety net because I lived in it Basically, I lived in the route, so you could nip out, have a little carnival, come back, have a wee, have a little drink, chill out for a couple of hours, go back and do a bit more carnival. It was sick. Yeah. But I've never thought about travelling, like, for example, all the way to another part of London. Yeah, so say you don't live... And not weeing anywhere. Yeah, if oh. you don't live in West London, it's long, innit? Yeah. And back in Scotland, they would have let us use their toilets. Now, Did there's you- another one that's quite funny. <laughs> um, just, you're just having a family dinner and the dink doorbell goes... Hello well, there. Well, I'm, you're, you're right. I'm just having dinner with the family. Right there, Paul. Yeah, yeah uh, can I just use your toilet, Paul? Is I it? just need to fucking have a number one. All right, mate. By law, I know I'm, I have to do this, but can I just ask? Is it is it number one or number two? Can I, I said it's a number time? one. All but right. now you're talking. I fucking need a number two as well. So fucking let me in, eh? All right, mate. Uh, the next one's quite funny. It's illegal for a boy under the age of ten to see a naked mannequin. Now. There's not much clarity on who is liable if this happens, right? Mm. So you don't know if you charge the parents, the child, the shop, who? Because apparently nobody has been charged by it, but apparently, sorry, apparently nobody's been charged by this mad law, but like, I'd still love to know what the thinking was behind this. Like, why 10 years old? Yeah. Why just a boy? It doesn't mention an, uh, a, a girl under the age of 10. I'm going to make up a whole answer all by myself. Okay, I think I know the answer to this, right? For starters, right? I think this law was made ages ago where 10 was probably seen as the age where you became over 10 you were a man yeah un, over un, un, 10 you were 10 a man. or is it is it a boy or girl over 10 you're an adult right under 10 you're a kid 10 years old was like the threshold so that's why they put it there and i think if i'm honest kids need to learn about authority early in their life so they should get arrested for looking at the mannequin but, but i think the mannequin t- should exist <laughs> and i think they should make a 10 year old detention Feltum needs more inmates yeah could you imagine it? hey freeze kid there stop looking at the mannequin you're going down 51 weeks oh, <laughs> do you know what though like if you're talking about the time where those animal sorry those animals those yeah that's kids. what they are those little kids under 10 year old kids became men after 10 years old mannequins back then weren't even like sexy in it well, like they weren't humans like they didn't look like humans it was just like the top bit so they didn't even have a head or a body let's use our logic k back in those days what was everything made out of the floor uh, let's not go or there. something so it could have just been made out could have been yeah. sewn on bits could have just stuffed a human and put them up there this aunt bessie up there well we're not gonna go there 
Uh, why, why not? Just, just let's just not uh, okay. Like an official sex toys. This isn't the episode. I never said a sex toy. It's a mannequin. <laughs> this is a episode. So a blow to up shag doll. It. You're basically well, <laughs> you know. You, you went to you're a, a massive shagger. You, you you're a massive shagger, place. Marcus. I know about you, yeah. Paul. The unofficial flag of Scotland, the lion rampant, is historically um, it historically belongs to the king or queen of Scotland. As such, according to an Act of Parliament passed in 1672, it's an offence to fly the flag. It's only allowed to fly on royal residences with the permission of a monarch. So well, I, I swear I see them thing. flying it during football matches, isn't it? Yeah, they're all rebels. Here's some here's some other weird stuff with relate, relating to the monarchs. Uh, if a whale's head ends up on a beach mm-hmm. in Scotland, it's supposed to become possession of the king, and the queen would take possession of the tail. Fine, fair enough, have it. And the queen has a right to. uh, The queen also has a right to whales too large to be pulled onto land. So she owns all the whales in the area that are in the sea. Every whale, every big, big, big whale. So if it lands on the sea, they own it. If it lands on the beach, they own it. If it's too large to be dragged onto the uh, beach, they also own it. Essentially, yeah. If it's swimming, they own it. If it's dead, they own it. They just. I fancy saying we own own your house as well. So you've got a mortgage, but the queen can just be like, do you know what? I fancy this. Can I use your queen comes up? I need to use your shitter. <laughs> there you yeah, go. I just, need, I just like this. Yeah, I love it. Why do you, would you like this? It's a new build in fucking Bedfordshire. I know, I just fancy it. I like it. Love it. I like it. Um, so, but to follow on from that law, when Sturgeon, and I don't mean Nicholas Sturgeon, a hey. Sturgeon, the, the fish, is actually a royal fish. Okay. So when they're caught in Scottish waters, the queen apparently. Um, Ha, has never res- requested one but there's been many offered to her so 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 literally right if a fish is caught a sturgeon it you belongs to, you have you cannot you eat have it. To it you have to offer it to them so you so people have offered sturgeon a sturgeon then no the queen okay people, so so right. imagine going to all that trouble and she don't even care like she's she's basically she's been offered sturgeon and she's declined it like so i've got the bit the finest sturgeon in the land yeah, she's I've like got, no i don't want that thank you disrespect thank you keep your little scottish fish yeah, fuck, fuck you man i'm gonna look at this mannequin what are you under 10 arrested <laughs> <laughs> uh confirmed by the salmon fisheries act of 1862 it's illegal for fish it's illegal to fish for salmon on a sunday in scotland Okay, all right, all right. right, all right. It's also illegal to be found handling a salmon in suspicious circumstances. Now, can we... What is a suspicious circumstance <laughs> with a fish? Are you kissing the fish, stroking the fish? Are you just looking shifty <laughs> while holding the fish? handling a salmon in suspicious circumstances. I could imagine, right, if it's... Why do you have like a... Imagine you're just like walking the road with a, with a salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you walking on road with a salmon? So, so that's not illegal, but if you're doing something suspicious, like looking shifty outside a shop, maybe looking like you're going to do some nicking, all of a sudden holding that salmon is now illegal. So go. it's the circumstances that get you. But it's that just sounds like a loophole for use. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but like it's always open to interpretation, isn't it? So it's like you said, the, the police can just nick you because they're like, it's just rather suspicious. <laughs> what, what are you is, doing here? What are you doing here? Uh, and also one of my one of my favourites, the Library Offences Act in 1898 has outlawed gambling in a r- library. So this is obviously has to have been a prominent issue at the, one point in history. Have you, tried, have you never tried whisper gambling before? You never tried silent gambling, like whispering poker? I am going to raise you free. Yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah. Double down on that one. And then like the no- loudest, loudest noise you can make is, yes. 
got that round as you bring the chips in people are like shh the chips are noisier than the game itself that's sick silent poker bruv try it but sometime. even like imagine if you're placing a bet on an app in a library is that illegal it would be 100% dang it your app goes bloop, that's it illegal um, nicked but that must have been so funny like people didn't have places to gamble and they're like meet you at a library yeah yeah, of course. Meet at the library. The, the, the act also prohibits gamblings in the venues. Also, um, it also includes banning obscene or abusive language uh, within a library. So you're playing poker and you go fuck. Like that you're sound. out. That's it. Arrested. Uh, fines 51. reaching up to forty shillings. 40, 40 whole shillings. How much is forty shillings again? We need to go on a website uh, and work I, it out. I it? don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to presume it's a it's a sufficient amount to put you off gambling. At but the yeah, that that's some weird Scottish laws, bruv. I think we should go to Scotland and record an episode in Scotland. I like. I'd like to see more of Scotland. It is easier for us as a London-based podcast to get to France. So we could drive to Le Mans. It takes like five and a half hours via train to yeah. get to Edinburgh. Yeah. Over our train, yeah, yeah. If we yeah. were to drive to Le Mans, it would take us eight hours. If we were to like, drive to Speyside, like in the middle of Scotland, it'd take us 12 hours. It's easier for us to get to France from where we it are is. right now. It's, it cra- it's crazy, man. It's it crazy. Is. And I would go as far as saying that the Scots are more friendly than the French. 100%. Scottish people, we this go. isn't my joke, it's been done before, but they have got a friendly accent. The louder and brash they are, the happier they sound. And they tend to be like quite a cheery folk, but if they're like really like quiet and like speak slowly and calmly, then they do sound quite. Well, also at yeah. least they're speaking English, isn't it? <laughs> so I mean, if you forget like who is le toilette, who is le, t- oh, yeah, who is le toilette? But yeah, the Scottish will be like, hey, shalom, you're allowed to mine. Yeah, and they'll Fine. also let us off for bad pronunciation. Do you know what I mean? Like me, I know the Scottish contingency can let me off for my bad Scottish accent. Yeah, I'm brew. But here's one thing you can take they away from you that a lot episode. Of iron brew. Here's one thing. Oh, I love it. It's one of the only places in the world where Iron Brew it, it sells more than Coca-Cola, isn't it? But here it, here it is, Kay. If you want to say Spice Girls in a Scottish accent, say Space Ghettos in an American accent. Space Ghettos. Space Ghettos. Space Ghettos. There you go. Spice Girls. Space Ghettos. Spice Ghettos. Space Ghettos. Spice Girls. That's good. In what country? Is it illegal for you to be drunk and in charge of a cow? Scotland. Absolutely, Marcus. So that is this episode of Ain't Got A Clue. If you want more episodes of Ain't Got A Clue, remember we do have a Patreon. On that Patreon, we have bonus episodes of content for you to enjoy. And every time we drop an episode on the public feed, we have one on the Patreon um, it's an extra one and you get this one early and ad free so it's well worth signing up to that as well as that you can uh, sign up no so you can follow us on social media uh, Curd and Marcus Bronze on all social medias we're lucky because we found our names really early on every social media platform so there's no like underscores or any of that shite um, also this podcast was created by Key Curd and Marcus Bronzy and it was edited by Marcus Bronzy and Matt Farding. If you do fucking fancy it, fucking share it around. 100%. 100%. In fact, in, in, in our Scottish accent with some Scottish music, can we shout out some of our Gs that have signed up on the Patreon recently, please? Just we'll, we'll shout out a couple of them. Shout out to Lully, Berkeley, McPee. Oh, that sounds Scottish, doesn't it? <laughs> shout out to Patrick and shout out to Jessica Codling. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Go for it. All enjoying the patronage vibes. Yeah, me. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Don't forget, if you want your questions answered in our Clueless Questions episodes, send in your questions to Ain't Got A Clue podcast at gmail.com.